Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 17 of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my buddy Lucas here with me. Lucas, how you doing, pal? Great. You know, because I had a good Thanksgiving break. Yeah. Yeah, you did. I wasn't ruined. I was was just going to say, how was your Thanksgiving? And I hope it was was, was fantastic, because mine was less than stellar. I can't believe you wore that hat today. You know, I really thought about not wearing this hat. Okay, I had I had a whole scene planned out in my head. I was gonna take off the hat and throw it down or smash it or whatever. But you know what? Despite all that has happened, because our division is so terrible, we could still win it. We 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 could still do it, Lucas. We can go eight and eight and win that division. Ain't that ain't that sad? That's just I don't know, man. Is it? What are y'all right now? Six and six. (laughs) <laughs> we're, we're six and six, and we're leading the division. I mean, when is the last time anybody has ever been able to say that? I think one year the the Seahawks went seven and nine and won their division. What? I think that was like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I want to say it was two thousand nine. Seahawks went seven and nine and won their division. That's actually wild. Yeah, dude. Well, I mean, like, didn't. Who was it? Who was it that didn't make the playoffs? Was it the Patriots that won like twelve games, didn't make the playoffs? They or was it eleven games or something like that? Uh, I know one year they went eleven and five with Matt Castle. Didn't didn't they go to the playoffs? Maybe they didn't. Or maybe some they did. Team, some team in that division one year had like a super good record and didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, I think I think there was there was a team. Well, I think it was actually the same year as the Seahawks. There was a team. Seahawks were seven and nine, and there was another team outside the in the NFC in a wild card position that was like yeah eleven and five or twelve and four or something like that, but they didn't make the wild card, and so a seven and nine team got in. I would have been so mad. Oh, maybe it was two thousand. It was two thousand ten. It was two thousand ten because the Saints had just won the Super Bowl, and then the seven and nine Seahawks come in, and that's when Beast Mode did hit his his famous run. To knock out the Saints from uh, heading back for going deeper in the playoffs, the seven and nine team upset the favorite. That's pretty awesome. Breeze City, isn't that crazy? Beast quake, crazy. Beast mode, bro. So I mean, we're waiting on you, bro. You know, we it's, get some skittles. Intro part. We got questions and stuff like that. You know, uh, uh, excuse, excuse me. Just I, I, I thought I thought we had established a new precedent of not getting questions after last week, but but no, my my, my boy Casey finally came in again this time. All right, so guys, just a, oh, just a real quick. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching uh, the Go for Two podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Go for Two Podcast. Uh, watch us on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Go for Two Podcast. Uh, and you can leave comments and questions just like this one. Um, and then you will be read on the podcast as well. Anyway, here we go. We got our man, our buddy, our pal, Casey Crawford. And he has three different comments. All right. So get get all, get all settled. Here we go. <clears throat> he says, LOL. Oh, you guys had to put the burn on me. That's okay. Great job. I loved it. Since y'all didn't put no Thanksgiving on YouTube, here you guys go. Question. Do you like turkey or duck for Thanksgiving? I'm cooking Mr. Quackers, and he is yummy. (laughs) He also says, do you like whiskey and Copenhagen? I do. It's great after you eat Mr. Quackers and watch the Cowboys get a W, we hope, on Thanksgiving. 
that didn't turn out very well. Yeah, this was this was before. They yeah, <laughs> thank y'all. Happy Happy Thanksgiving, and hey, remember Lucas and Jackson have fun fishing. Lucas, your response to the first comment. Um, number one, I do prefer Mister Gobbles. All right, instead of Mister Quack Quackers. Okay, I'm I prefer Mister Gobbles too. And. I I gotta say, I'm I'm not a huge fan of. He said whiskey in Copenhagen, right? Whiskey in Copenhagen. He did. Yeah, not not a fan of uh, either that much, really. Just because I had uh, I had Fireball once, was not a fan of it. Oh, really? I love Fireball. Me. No, no. I woke. I think what got me is I got sick the next morning. I woke up and the someone in the. I'm trying to remember who it was. I don't remember who it was, but someone was making cinnamon toast. For breakfast the next morning and that did Ooh. not suit well with me so kind of kind of killed it for me <laughs> I feel really, i'm just not a big drinker though either so yeah I, I i drink very rarely on occasion sometimes and only drink if you're over 21 by the way right <laughs> wink wink nod nod <laughs> anyway his second part of the question he says he said who dat jackson who dat lucas saints <laughs> NFC, saints nfc championship brady AFC Championship, the ultimate Super Bowl, King Brady versus lead passer of all time, Prince Breeze. Prince. He said Prince. I guess he's calling, I guess Breeze is a prince now. That's pretty cool. That would be a nice Super Bowl. I think we've said that multiple times on the show. I'd love to see Breeze versus Brady. I all picked right. it. You it's did in pick. my It's in my predictions. I got Saints in there. Although I have the Titans in there on the other side, we are reactivating that bet. Me and Jackson are doing an exchange. I originally, you know, a while back when the Titans were like two and five. Yeah. No, 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 no. We were two and four. Two and four. The Titans were two and four, and I threw it out. All right. I made a deal with Jackson to remove that bet, and he got to remove one. I am bringing the Titans bet back in. The Titans bet is being re reactivated. And the Washington Redskins make the playoffs bet as being thrown out, even though, you know, they did beat the Panthers last week. You know what's crazy? And your division it, is so bad that they could still make it. They could still. They're, bro, they're like, what, three and nine right now? They could still make it. There's a scenario. Now, first of all, they have to win all their games. Not going to happen. Second of all, the Cowboys have to lose the rest of their games. That is very plausible. But the third thing <laughs> is the Eagles have to lose all but one game, and that one game they have to win is against us. Again, plausible. But the Redskins winning out the rest of their games, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's far more likely that the Titans make the Super Bowl than the Redskins make the playoffs. I actually think it's like 10 times more likely, 10 to 50, 50 times more likely that the Titans do that. Okay? Wait, so you think it's more likely for the Titans to – all right, so for us to make it to the Super Bowl, would you say we have to win the division or I think go so. in as a wild card? You right, you could so probably you could probably do both. You could probably go in as either, but I think you have to win the division. Okay. So let's say we win the division, right? Yes. To do that, we've got to sweep the Texans. Yes. And we've got to beat the Raiders or the Saints. Yeah, you got to be you got to win the next three or four games. Right. You think that's more likely? To- than the, than the Redskins winning all four of their games? Yes. I also mm. think it's more likely that the Titans then go into where who who you'd beat you play like the yeah, Bills, thought, right? Well, yeah, you said you said the super, make it to the Super Bowl though. So like yeah. you think I'm just saying the chances of each one. 
Yeah, you're probably right, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I, I really Your division think, is so bad. Yeah, I, I really think that you guys have a much better chance. But um, I think you have a better chance of going into Baltimore and beating Lamar Jackson in the AFC divisional round by far. I'm not a big Lamar Jackson fan, honestly, so I believe you. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. All right, third and final comment from Casey Crawford. He says, okay, guys, important question. What the crap is the deal with the Cowboys? <laughs> Anytime we have a good team, we just simply choke and lose. No leadership. Well, Jackson, Cowboys are done. I don't see them beating anyone in the playoffs. Even if they make it, Cowboys are just bad. Now, my man Drew Brees is back, and I've got my Saints and hope they make the run of the Super Bowl. Casey has jumped ship. I can't necessarily blame him. Um, in regards to the whole leadership, we'll, we'll talk about this later too, but I really think Jason Garrett needs to be gone. Um, I think he will be gone at the end of this year um, and will end up getting a new coach. Hold on till later. I would not be saying that you never know. Oh, my God. Look, <laughs> I, I swear. have a Jerry Jones quote. <laughs> if we re-sign Jason Garrett, I'm going to lose my marbles. Okay? I'm going to Continue. absolutely lose it. Continue. Yeah. Good, sir. Uh, but, yeah, I think I think Brees has a very good chance of making it back. Uh, Saints are looking pretty good right now. Um, Michael Thomas, all-time. Or... All pro receiver. Okay. Kamara's playing decently. Sean Payton, fantastic head coach. But the Saints are, are definitely going to make it to the Super Bowl this year. I think so, saying. too. I think they beat San Francisco, and I think they can beat Seattle. I think it's between uh, well, Seattle and New Orleans. They're going to lose to the Titans in three or four weeks? Three weeks? Four weeks? Three? Who? I think it's three. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Saints or the 49ers? The Saints, the oh. Saints are going to. Now – the Raiders will probably beat us this weekend, dude. Because that's that's how we are. By but the way, we'll beat the Saints. By the way, for that game, Battle of the Boys. That's right, Battle of the Comp, Boys. Cop Nasty versus Taylor Lewan, the dad. You gotta love them, bro. Love them both. I do, I do. Their any, podcast any, makes Do we have happy. another comment? Anything else? That's all of our comments. Thank you, Casey. Really do appreciate it's, it. It's sad. I, I want y'all to know it's very sad for me to to hear that. For me to ask if there's more, and then there's not. And I would love to read off more. I would like to have an entire show, other than hometown heroes, because we know we got to talk about that. And well, real quick, and take on, it on his comment, on his comment, uh huh. Comments. I do believe, Casey, that you should just stop being a Cowboys fan and stay a Saints fan. You're gonna get way more out of your life, way more enjoyment. I'll tell you You'll what, have man. Better friends. Cowboy fans kind of suck. So. Look, okay. <laughs> First well, of all, that was hurtful, all right, because I feel like I'm a great friend. Number two, okay, it, yeah, he will get a lot more out of being a Saints fan, okay? But, but here's the, because here's the thing, Lucas. I was like three years old the last time the Cowboys won anything, okay? And, and all my life's dream, I've just wanted to see my boys make another run. And lift up one Lombardi trophy. I've been waiting 23 years, and it hasn't happened yet. Okay. When you say win anything, <laughs> do you mean uh, like win a playoff game? No, I've seen I've seen two of those. I've seen two. That's happened in the last 10 years. So, almost saw another one, but Romo bobbled the snap. That was in 07. So, 
Yeah, I think the Titans have like three times as many playoff wins as we do in the past like twenty six years. So twenty three. Uh, probably, probably do. So it ain't looking pretty. We also pretty. have a more recent one against the Chiefs. I think that's more recent than any playoff mm, win y'all have. No, last year we we won the beat the Seahawks. Did y'all win one last year? Yeah, we beat the oh. Seahawks. We should have. We should have beat the Packers the divisional round, but we got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, y'all can't beat the Packers. We got bad band. So, uh, three plays in like three plays, seventy-five yards, and literally like twelve seconds. So, who's the one person that you most like, most one thousand percent in the world, want them to be just fired right now? Jason Garrett. Name it. All right. So you know who got fired instead of Jason Garrett? Yeah. Oh, I was yeah, shocked by yeah. this today. So the head coach, ex-head coach for the Carolina Panthers, uh, Mr. Rivera. Ron Rivera, got fired. man. Yeah, he got fired from the Carolina Panthers today. So <sighs> tough scenes out here, Jackson. I need you to. I need you to tell me a little bit about it. Okay, tough scenes. First of all, my initial reaction is when I first saw this come up on my on my Twitter feed, I said, "What?" Because I couldn't believe I couldn't believe what I was reading. We actually had a conversation about this with one of our friends last night, and then he asked us. He's like, "Hey, what?" He's like, "What do you think? Is, is Ron Rivera going to get fired?" I'm like, "Dude, no way." No way are they going to fire fire Coach Rivera. Move on from Cam, maybe. Draft to the quarterback, highly probable. But but like, but fire their coach, who by the way was the 2015 Coach of the Year, got to the Super Bowl. By the way, member of the 1985 Bears, the all-time great defense, defensive-minded coach. Okay, what? Help draft Luke Keekley. Who? Wh- why would they? Fi- I know that I know. Recently, they haven't been doing well. They've lost four straight games. But I uh, one question comes up to my mind. Why now? Why on a why on a Tuesday in December when you're about to play another game? Why, why now? This that's what doesn't make sense to me. And then another question I have, Lucas, is what impact does this have on Cam? Do you think that this? Let me ask you that. Do you think it's more or less likely that the Panthers keep Cam now that Rivera's out? Um, so I wrote down why, and I wrote down how Cam affected. So I want to okay. I want to get back to that in a little bit. Um, because there was a statement released that I want to read. Oh, quick. okay. All right, good. <sighs> uh, my uh, my internet was going out on my on my computer here, and I had to like hurry up and connect the Ethernet cable before the world collapsed, and we had to redo this whole thing. Oh, gotcha. Well, we're good now. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> so the owner the owner of the Panthers, uh David Tepper, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Sounds right. Uh earlier today he made this statement. He said, We are going to take a comprehensive and thorough review of our football operation to make sure we are structured for long term success. Uh our vision is to find the right mix of old school discipline and toughness with modern and innovative processes. Hmm. We will like consider a we will consider a wide range of football executives to complement our current football staff. One change that we will implement is hiring an assistant general manager and vice president of football operations. We all must recognize that this is the first step in a process, but we are committed to building and maintaining a championship culture for our team and our blah, 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 blah. Yeah, right. whole lot of fluff I'm there. I'm assuming it said fan. Yeah. Um, anyways 
the uh, the secondary coach Perry Fowell has been named the interim head coach. Offensive coordinator is making the transition of special assistant to the head coach, and the quarterback coach is going to be the offensive coordinator. All right. All right. Do um. So I mean, this season's over anyway, so it doesn't matter. But true. Do you do you do you have anything else you want to get to before we get to the why and how is Cam? No, but I hope that he believes in the new Perry the Platypus coach. Perry the Platypus. Perry the Platypus. I don't think bro. he will be the coach. He did. Uh, I believe I did see somewhere that he is starting the head coach search. Okay. Immediately. I would imagine. Yeah. I. 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 Again, I don't know why now, on a in, on a Tuesday in December he decides to make that decision, but. I mean, I guess they just want to do a complete total revamp. I mean, um, that's kind of what that sounds like to me. I was completely shocked by the news. Yeah, I think I do think it's early. I think he should have waited till the rest till the end of the year. But at the same time, they just lost to Washington. Yeah, when you lose to Washington, that's pretty bad. Yeah, so that's pretty bad. They lost. They just lost to Washington, and they just lost to the Falcons. So, um, in terms of the why, all right, so. So, Ron Rivera was the head coach for the Panthers for nine years. He had three winning seasons, right? Yeah. He had MVP cam year, which was like 15-1, right? Yeah, 15-1, 2015. Yeah, he had like an 11-5 and five year, and then he had a... Uh, like a 9-7 year? No, no, no. It 12 was and a 10-6 year, 10 I believe. 12-4, okay. that's what it was. 12-4. He had three super amazing years, and then he had six terrible years. Like, yeah. those six years were bad. Like, his best of those six years was 7-9. and nine. Mm-hmm. Like, he never had an average year. He never had, like, an 8-8, eight and 9-7. Eight, and seven. It just seemed like, you know, it seemed, honestly, it seems like most of the time the Panthers were terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I can see that. I just, I don't know, man. He's 76-63-1 and 63 and one is his record, right? Okay, so. And I think. I think the why is that you had a chance to capitalize on this year. Even without Cam Newton, everything was fine. It seemed like all the players were playing accordingly. MVP Christian McCaffrey. MVP Christian McCaffrey. And the only way you can explain you losing to the Falcons, to the Redskins, mm-hmm. is bad coaching. And then there's some other losses in there that they shouldn't really have. And so I think he was looking at that. I think he jumped the gun some. Yeah. But I think he's also like maybe trying to get a head start you know yeah just try, like just want to start start a search now do you think he's interviewing one thing that i thought about immediately whenever I, I saw this news was is he looking at college coaches because the college coaches their season ends a lot earlier right and now that they know that one's available maybe some of them start thinking about it is he looking at a lincoln riley right well, I mean, is he looking at a jim harbaugh i mean eh, what's his question might like, be well, he can't he can't do anything with them right now because you know coaches, coaches like Harbaugh are still uh, he like he will, looking at a bowl he, game. I think yeah, so. he won't be able to do anything with them one until the college season's over and two until the NFL uh, season's over. They can't really do anything yet. So, right. but that doesn't mean that somebody can't have a backdoor conversation. Uh, I also believe there was a quote of Ron Rivera after their loss the other day saying he wasn't worried about, like he wasn't worried about. Oh, he'll be a coach. Team's position and stuff like that. He's going to go coach somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Either even if it's a defensive coordinator position, he's going to get a he's going to get a job somewhere, right? I but, feel like he could take over a handful of head coaching jobs now. But to the how's Cam going to be affected? So I think. Yeah. 
I think Cam will be brought, especially because of this, I think Cam will be brought back next year. Okay. And the the reason why is because I, there is a there is an order of things in the football universe. Right? Yes, yes, yes. And this this seems like super. What What do you mean? I've, I, look at me like that. Look, look. Okay, listen. I've heard it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I've heard it. You, no, 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 no. What am I going to say? There's go an ahead. order of things in the NFL that are the most important. Okay, number one, you have to have a good like. You got to have the owner. You got to have the GM. You got to have the coach. But you have to have a quarterback. And quarterbacks are very rare to come by. And as soon as you know you have a good one, you have to do everything in your power to make sure that you keep him okay cam was just hurt he had a he had a bad year it's all good he's gonna come back healthy he's gonna take us to the freaking promised land is that what you're gonna say no but you just told me all the reasons why they're gonna keep cam newton so i appreciate that because now i don't have to waste my breath Um, even though i disagree with the points that's what i thought that's what you're gonna say the order so like i've you can you can go back and look at this this happens a lot uh it happens with the titans it has happened with the titans recently You've been familiar. But the order that things usually go, if your team is doing bad, right? Mm-hmm. If your team is doing bad, the first thing you do, Jackson, can you guess what it is? The first you, thing you fire the that coach. the owner slash, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so fire the coach. The coach. What's about to happen to the Cowboys? Coach is going to get fired, I hope. And I, I, ooh, ooh. All right. So if if you get if you bring in a new coach next year, you got the guy you want, and the team is still bad, who's getting fired next? GM. You think the GM? Yeah, it I depends. Think it just depends on it depends. It depends on who you like the personnel. If he's done a bad job of getting personnel or not. Well, no, I'm talking about the Cowboys next year. If the Cowboys get a new oh coach no, we're not. Fi- well, first of all, the G- the G- we can't fire the GM. Bad. The GM is Jerry Jones. Exactly. We can't fire exactly. him. Oh, uh, if the if we're still performing bad next year, it just depends on if we sign. Dak this year we'd franchise tag if we tag him we probably let him go after next year okay Jack, okay look look the quarterback goes next all right if your team's doing bad the quarterback goes next case in point we yeah. fired Mike Malarkey went nine and seven didn't make the playoffs team wasn't getting it done first half of the year we fire the quarterback mm-hmm. okay I'm with you and then after that if you bring in a new coach and you bring in a new quarterback and your team still isn't getting it done then you must not be getting it done because he doesn't have the weapons around him, so the GM gets fired. And it just repeats. And that's how it goes. The Titans fired the GM, and then they fired the coach, mm-hmm. and then they fired the quarterback. And now we're back at it. And if we're not good next year, the GM will get fired within the next year or two. There's a flow chart. Yeah, well, it's just it's just how it goes. The Redskins just, fi- just fired their coach. Redskins need to change in ownership, first of all. They need a complete... Well, they definitely do. But they, they fired their coach, and yeah. their quarterback got benched, and it was yeah. just it, it was just a big dumpster fire, bro. And then like, this offseason, they're probably going to fire the GM. You think so? I would hope so. I'd hope so. We we talked about that like three or four podcasts ago, about how, how bad they've done in terms of acquiring talent. Go back and watch that episode, by the way. Give us another play. But, yeah, I, I think they fired. I hope they do. And so I just think I just think he's had too many chances. He's had too many chances. You've had nine seasons, and only three of them have been good, and the other six have been bad. Real. I can bad. say the same thing about Cam. He's had eight years, and only three of them have been good. The rest of them have just been kind of bad or average or mediocre. Right. I and think it, you move on from next the quarterback. Year, next year, if he, you know, if they play half a season next year and they're what, two and three. 
He might get fired. He might get benched. That's yeah, not half season. I, you know I, what I mean? I think that they move on from Cam, and I think they just draft somebody. I think they'll be too scared to move on from Cam. I think they'll give Cam another year, one more year. We'll see. We'll have to see. I th- to me, when Ron Rivera's gone, that means that they're doing kind of they're, they're they're shifting how they want the team to be run, and who knows? Maybe Cam doesn't want to be a part of a team that doesn't have his his head coach that he's had his entire career. Maybe he doesn't want to have a change like that. I don't, again, that's something we'd have to ask Cam, but. Usually whenever – if you're dealing with mediocrity on the coaching side and you're dealing with mediocrity on the quarterback side, I feel like you get rid of them both, like you said, as the flow chart. That's true. But I think that they'll draft someone and want him to sit behind Newton for a year. Now, that's possible. That is possible. And then if Newton, if Newton does really good and has, like, a resurgence in his career, they can just trade that guy or keep him, do whatever, you know? Like, yeah. They can do whatever they want. Like, the options are endless then. I do think Cam comes back for another year. Do you not have anything else to say, Jackson? No, we, you look we, like you you look like you have stuff to say. I, but you I just, just don't want to argue right no, now. No, I just think I I here's we can make it a bet if you want. Cam Newton will not be starting for the Carolina Panthers next year at all. Yeah, I want to I want to keep the bets into the year. So next at the because you know we're so we're doing this podcast in seasons and stuff. Um, so this is obviously season one because it's the first time we're doing it. So for season two. When the 2020 season starts, yeah. I want us to do right around draft time. Yeah, maybe. like we'll we'll come up with new bets. That's when the new stuff is going to start around the around the time we start talking about draft and stuff like that. Um. So, anyways, another topic. You know, there's certain topics that just irk Jackson, right? And and one of them is is this Panthers deal that we with the Cam Newton thing that we've been talking about. You know. Right, the mm-hmm. Jason Garrett thing because the Cowboys are awful and he doesn't want to blame people on the team not playing good either. Oh no! You know? Listen, the the, the no, defense has that was a joke. Okay, well, um, even to your joke point, the cow, the defense hasn't been playing up to snuff, and part of that reason is we're not have a run game. Yeah, we're not feeding Zeke the ball. We'll talk about yeah. that later. My hometown heroes. I have a whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so, a whole spiel. So, anyways, um, the something that is really Art Jackson this year is Minshew mania. Uh, and it has returned, all right? Everyone, I don't care how cozy you are in your sweaters and in your jogging pants. Snuggle it up with your hot chocolate. It's time to break out the Hawaiian shirts and the blue jean jorts because baby <laughs> Minshew Mania's back. <laughs> the blue jean jorts. Okay, listen, I'm sick and tired of this guy with his mustache, okay? I don't know how or why or who is making this decision. Or whether to start a Super Bowl MVP or a guy with a mustache and jorts that wrestles sharks. I don't I don't understand. Okay? I don't, I don't get it. Because it's not like Minshew not like Gardner Minshew was performing when Nick Foles was hurt. Did he did he play average? Okay, I guess. But there's a lot of other factors of why the Jaguars are losing all their games. They well, they trade away their best defensive player. That's number one. Okay. Number two, their defense isn't that great to begin with. That's number two. Number three, can can you can you name a single offensive weapon on that team besides Leonard Fournette? DJ Chark, Chris Conley. Conley. That's okay. That's only because you play them twice a year and you see them on the DJ TV. DJ Chark has been a weekly starter in fantasy, sir. Average. And Chris Conley was a speedster from Kansas City. 
Oh, and and don't they have Allen Robinson? No, 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 no. They don't have Allen Robinson no more. He's in Chicago. Yeah, they don't have Allen Hearns anymore either. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, anyways, look. So, it, it, their weapons are subpar. Their team is subpar. Their coach is subpar. There, but the thing, like, but I, what this says to me is, oh no, we're losing games. We want to sell tickets. Let's give out free mustaches to people so they'll come to the game. That's exactly what this says to me. This doesn't say anything about um, wanting to actually win football games. This is all about selling tickets because there's no other reason I can think of why you're starting Gardner Minshew over Nick Foles. Um. You have so the I, th- I think I think they're doing it just on the simple principle that the Jacksonville Jaguars won more games and looked better as a team when Gardner Minshew was the quarterback compared they to Nick played, Foles being the quarterback. They played worse teams too. Um, <clears throat> my thing on it is that I don't want to look at the stats. There's a lot of people comparing stats and stuff. I don't want to look at the stats because I think the two teams are completely different. The team that actually for starters. Jacksonville has a stacked, a stacked defense. They used Talent to be really stacked. The defense. defense. They, they got the same people. They got rid of Jalen Ramsey, but they also drafted an outside linebacker from Kentucky that won SEC Player of the Year. All right. Their defense is middle of the road. I'm talking talent wise. Okay. Talent wise, they have one. They probably have as much talent on defense. As I'm the also Cowboys talking here. production though. Didn't didn't your team, the Tennessee Titans, blow up on them for 31 points in a quarter the other day? Oh yeah, but yeah. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry is the Jag killer. A seventy-four <laughs> yard run, a sixty-one yard bomb to AJ Brown, and a, another I mean, turnover. Like they have, they have so much talent on there. They've lost two players off the defense, Jalen Ramsey, and then I forget the other guy. He quit at the beginning of the year. He was a linebacker, but they have so much talent. They have a coaching problem. They have a discipline issue. That is both of those things are solid facts. And because of that, that their defense, defense is pr- performing extremely subpar to what they could be. Is that what you're saying? I think their defense is ranked above yours. Probably. Our defense they is on the field. Nine times. Carlos Campbell got nine sacks on me. Our, well, our on defense is on the field forty five minutes out of the game, so well, I mean so is theirs. They ain't doing nothing. Look, anyways. They have a really good defense. Jackson just refuses to acknowledge that, apparently. Average. Okay. Anywho. Anywho. The reason I don't want to look at stats and stuff is because the team that Garner Minshew led was the Jacksonville Jaguars that put up a good fight against the Chiefs week one that came in and beat the Titans on Thursday Night Football in a nasty rain game that was winning games. Right. They were winning games. They had hopes of going to the playoffs still. This team that Nick Foles is a part of right now has no chance of making the playoffs. They have disciplinary issues. Jalen Ramsey has been traded off the team. They don't believe in their coach. They don't believe in their quarterback. They don't believe in each other. They're all terrible. All right. Yeah. And that's just how it is. They're not bad themselves. They're bad as a team. Yes. They're 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 terrible football team and I don't think trading out Gardner Minshew or trading out Nick Foles for Gardner Minshew is going to fix any of that the reason they're bad though is because they've given up not because they're actually bad their defense is good well yeah well if they've given up they're like like two years removed from going to the so you're just proving the Patriots so you're you're agreeing with me though right 
that essentially yeah. that there there's no reason to go back to Garden Dementia. Is that is that what you're saying? Because all the points think, that you've made are no in my favor. Yeah. I think there's no reason to just because like Garner Minshew is he's not gonna be your franchise guy. I think you ride Nick Foles to see what he can bring you. Um you also paid a premium yes. for Nick Foles. Yes, and it's. It, I think it's just something to sell tickets. Hey, we, we were winning a couple games with Gardner Minshew. Let's bring him back and everybody wear their jorts in December and we'll give you free mustaches at the first 5,000 to show up to the game. I think that, I, That's not going to sell tickets. Winning sells tickets, and your team's not in the playoff. Race. Well, then, then, then the there's playoffs. no reason for him to be starting. I feel like they're, they're, he just, they're just trying to do it just to put, uh, put out tickets to put people in the seats. That's the only thing I could possibly think of as to why I you think, would go with Minshew over Nick Foles. Because I, think, I don't see I, I don't see talent. Well, look, they so what you hear coaches say every week is that they do their best to put the best product out on the field, and the Jacksonville Jaguars with Gardner Minshew is the best product that the Jacksonville has put out there. But it also is a completely so different team that they didn't give up, and a team that believed in each other, and a team that had Jalen Ramsey. He's probably more. You know, he's going to be taking more chances and stuff than Nick Foles, so they might get some crazy. Some crazy plays and stuff out of it. A little bit of excitement. But you know, they can't make the playoffs, so I don't think they should. But it's whatever. You know? Like, wear your jorts. Go go, go watch the game. It's whatever. Do what you want to do. Right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Yo, so, if, I don't know if y'all can tell. Anyone watching on YouTube can definitely tell. Because Jackson's just giving off this bad vibes if he's just in a bad mood. Because the Cowboys are bad and all look, this Okay, stuff. first of all. So, look, no, 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 no. I'm talking. Look, Excuse yeah, you. You, you. Excuse you. Correct. Oops. But. Oops. Oops. But. Oops! Three weeks ago, four Oops. weeks ago, yeah. when the Cow- anyway. when the Titans were two and four, I had to pick you up from the depression pod. We were both depressed. That's why it was called the depression pod. You yeah. lost to the Jets. Bro. You found out that Mariota got benched mid pod and completely shut down. I didn't shut down. No, you actually rambled for a little bit, but it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so well, it, look. So since let's let's get on to the Cowboys. All right. Let's let's do the Cowboys because you obviously. You just keep talking about them. You're in a bad mood about it. Maybe some venting will help. You know, right? I, I appreciate that. I guess that. no one else wants to listen to it, and I understand because I don't either, but I'll accept it. Look. Vent away, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Listen, okay. First of all, Gardner Minshew should definitely not be a starter. This, this is league. the cowboy segment. This sir. is the cowboy segment, but that is <laughs> it's still it still irks me at the random decisions that NFL teams are making. Let's get rid of Ron Rivera and let's just let you know, let's put Gardner Minshew back on the team. Okay. Regardless of that, let's talk about my Cowboys game. Let's talk about them on Thanksgiving. Okay. Let's talk about the revenge and the return of Cole Beasley. Okay, because he certainly had his day. Okay. That I is, wish I would have kept him. Oh ooh 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 that would have been beautiful. All right, little Wes Welker, little Dammy Amendola, little Julian Edelman in him. He's got that dog in him, okay? I, w- I will give that to Cole Beasley. He's got that dog, okay? He has got that fight in him. All right, so I'm, I'm going to pull up my notes here. And, and, and I'm getting sick and tired of doing this thing because usually every week we have three three likes and three dislikes, but I'm sitting here and I can't come up with, with, with multiple things that I like. I can think of one thing that I liked from the Cowboys game. And you know what that was? That was the fact that it was Thanksgiving. That is the fact that food, family, and friendship cures all, okay? I have my mac and cheese, I have my turkey, I have my mashed potatoes and gravy, I had good drinks, I had good friends, I had good fun. That is the only positive thing that came out of that Thanksgiving Day game. That is it. Everything that I watched just depressed me more and more. I was texting Lucas, 
Okay, he was in the middle of his Thanksgiving dinner. And he's like, dude, why are you texting me? I know that your team's doing bad, but leave me alone. And I was like, I, I had to vent. Okay, this did not happen. He's making stuff up. Look, the Cowboys. <laughs> we gave ball. We number one thing I dislike. We went away from the running game. Zeke in the first quarter had eight carries for fifty-four yards. That is seven yards a carry in the first quarter alone. You want to know how many carries he got the rest of the game? The rest of the other three quarters? Four. He got four carries in three quarters for the rest of the game. A man that we drafted number four overall. A man that we just paid $50 million guaranteed out of a $90 million total contract this offseason. To get him back on the field, and we gave him the ball four times in three quarters. Are you kidding me? Is that utilizing every possible uh, avenue of your offense? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Jesus, man. Also, Dak passed number two. Dak passed for forty-nine. Passed forty-nine times. That tells me no balance in the offensive scheme whatsoever. 49 passes, 12 runs. I think that's a little bit skewed. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a little bit. All right? And, and, and yes, Dak passed for over 300 yards. Congratulations. You had a touchdown. Fantastic. But you also had two fumbles, one of which we recovered. Also had an interception. I, 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 I can't fathom. The reason why, we're, when, when, when Zeke is averaging seven yards a carry, when we pass the ball 49 times, I, that, the math doesn't add up to me. I don't I get say, it. I have come to expect a Dak interception weekly now. And, and you, know, you know what's crazy? And that's, over, that's only over the past like, couple of weeks. Actually, no, 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 never mind. If we pay anybody with a winning record, expect the interception. Right, because we can't beat anybody with a winning record. We're zero and five. That's another. That's another point. Another one of my dislikes. Number three now. We can't beat winning teams. We're zero and five against them. Or the Jets. Or the Jets. Or the Jets. <laughs> Who got beat by Cincinnati this past week? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Shout out to the Miami Dolphins punter who has a better QBR this week than Dak Prescott when he <laughs> threw to a kicker in the end zone against Philadelphia. What? He did a little Brett Favre shovel pass, and that looked prettier than anything I saw from Dak. I, 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 I'm beside myself. Blasphemous is what this is, Lucas. Blasphemous. We're going to keep going. Turnovers. And, I'm, and We talked about this just a second ago. Three fumbles. One from Zeke, two from Dak. We recovered uh, two of them, so we lost one. Okay. Also an interception. I'm also going to count two missed field goals as turnovers because guess what? You don't get the points, and the other team gets the ball. At that at the at that yard line, I'm gonna count that as a turnover. It's essentially a turnover on downs. Six turnovers. We you can't win a game like that at all. Four total turnovers, two of which that could have been, but also ended up as bad negative plays, which essentially took you out of the game, which essentially was a turnover. I I, I am I'm, I'm having, and here's I'll go into my last point here. Missed key moment, and specifically one moment in which the Cowboys not essentially gave up because they played hard, but in which I fell out of my seat. Fourth and one. 
the Buffalo Bills are going for it. Because guess what? They're the Buffalo Bills. And they got Josh Allen. And, you know, why not? We're, we're, we're just going to go for it. Fourth and one. All right, cool. Quarterback sneak. And Josh Allen not only gets hit at the line, he fumbles the football. He fumbles the football. And all of my Cowboy players around here looking at it like they're looking for a piece of trash on the floor or something to pick up with their feet. They, they couldn't find the football. So Josh Allen does what? He picks up the, his own fumble and muscles his way past the 335-pound defensive lineman for a four-yard game. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. That Josh Allen's going to get hit at the line, fumble the football, pick up his own fumble, and out-muscle a 335-pound defensive line. Are you kidding me? That, and then we, we're talking about the coach. How about Jason Garrett? J, coach Clack. Hey, 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 we didn't, we, we didn't stop my fourth to one, coach. We, we, what's the play call? Hey, it's all good. It's all good, guys. We're fine. We're fine. What? Are you going to show any emotion whatsoever? Jason Garrett, okay? Is anything going to light a fire underneath you, okay? It, in the owner's box, you saw Jerry Jones, his hands in his face, and disappointment and loss and, and impure emotion. After the game, in the locker room, you heard screaming and yelling so much so that the reporters had to be shuffled out of the locker room and told to wait outside until this is cleared up. Clearly, nobody is happy. My Thanksgiving. Have you found out anything else on that? Uh, Martellus Bennett apparently was the guy. Not Martellus Bennett. He used to be a tight end. Michael Bennett was apparently the guy because he came from the Patriots, and he came from winning culture. He came from Bill Belichick, greatest coach of all time. And he was telling the team, he was like, guys, no one is going to – I think he was essentially saying, you won't be remembered if you don't win. Like, we we could talk all this stuff. Dak can put up X amount of yards. We lead in the NFL in yards. Uh, Zeke can be getting seven yards carry. Uh, we could have the best, quote-unquote, on-paper linebacking core in the league. We we could be producing well on third down. It doesn't matter. If we're not going to win the game, nobody's going to remember us. Nobody's going to talk about us. All they're going to talk about is how we could have done it or should have done it and missed opportunities. Essentially, that's, I think, the message that he was sending to the team. <sighs> My rant is... Well, it is, wasn't hostile. Like, it wasn't arguing. No, it wasn't hostile, but he was, like, screaming. Screaming at the team. Because, I mean, they were just embarrassed on on, li- on a national television. On, on Thanksgiving. On like, Thanksgiving. the most viewed football yeah. game all year. Yeah, right I next mean, to the Super Bowl, Thanksgiving Bowl. is, like, the it, it, it's up there in terms of viewership. It might be the most viewed next to the Super Bowl. Right, because everybody's at home. They're eating their turkey. They got their gravy. They got their mashed potatoes. They got their macaroni and cheese. They got their you know stuff and whatever you want to call it. It's all there for them. Or Mr. Quackers for Casey. They have it all there. But um, and it just like it, it put a kind of a down and damper mood. And the only thing that got me out of that day was that it was Thanksgiving and I was having my friends and family and I had food. So so do you want to know? Do you want to know what Jerry Jones said on the radio this morning? Go um, ahead. This is brought to my attention by First Take. Learn me something. <clears throat> he said, he's the guy for the job. And then they asked him, who is, they asked him, what does he have to do to get re-signed for next year? And he wouldn't say anything. And then they asked him, 
in an offhand way about Jason Garrett next year, and he said, in my opinion, Jason will be in the NFL coaching next year. All right. Okay. So that's not really nothing. That last part's not really nothing because, no. like, because yeah, he will be he'll be coaching somewhere. But the he's the guy he's the guy for the job. You're it's it's almost like it's almost like if he's not if he's not bringing him back himself, it's almost like he's saying to other teams like, you should have him like. Like, he's he's, he's putting coach. out his recommendation. He's doing it for his friend, his buddy, his pal, his guy. Because that's really the only thing that's kept Jason Garrett in this job over the past ten years. He's been Jace, He's been Jerry Jones's buddy. He's a nice guy, and that's fantastic. That's all well and good. But ten years of just above five hundred, a couple good years here, a couple bad years there. It's just I don't think Jason Garrett should be fired because. He's he's not like smart, or he's not a good person, or he's not a he couldn't be a good head coach. I think there needs to be a culture change in Dallas. I think he needs and I think he needs to be. I think we need somebody that's going to hold their players a little more accountable. I think we need somebody who is has a little bit more of either an offensive mind or a defensive mind to kind of help us out. I just don't think he's the guy for what we need right now. I think he could be a great coordinator somewhere else where he doesn't have to have the head coaching responsibility, especially the one of the Dallas Cowboys, the most popular franchise, the most popular team in the world, or at least the most valued, right? So he's a great guy, and that's fine, but it's been 10 years. We haven't really done anything. We got two playoff wins. It's just time for a change. I don't think he's a bad person. I think it's just time to move on. Um, so he's gonna he's gonna endorse his guy. He's gonna recommend him to everybody else because that's what Jerry does for his friends. He's just a he, you know a nice guy, I guess. I th- we need somebody out there with some vigor. Okay, some Bill Cower, some you Bill need, Parsons. You need Mike Rabel. You we need, need Raves, bro. Men. We yes, a we leader of men. We need someone some, willing to cut off their junk for a Super Bowl. That win. is right, bro. That we need somebody like that. Somebody that's willing to go the extra mile all the way, and I mean all the way for it. We don't need somebody who, if we don't convert a fourth down, is sitting on the sideline clapping. I don't think I've ever seen Jason Garrett get mad at his mad at his players, and. And that works for some some players respond better to that, but others don't. And it just seems like, from an outsider's perspective, it seems like he does. And I know he does. He has to. It's his job. He's you know he's a coach. I imagine he loves football. And imagine he doesn't give off that he cares that much, or that he's not as invested when he he's just kind of on the sidelines clapping. And I get he's just like, oh, it's all right, guys. We'll figure it out. We'll. we'll you know, we'll, we'll be good. But I don't see any fire underneath him, no passion. I mean, is he that invested? Does he really care? It's a great question. I would think he would. Um, But it, it's just time for a change. It's beyond time for a change. So I brought up, I brought up Frable saying he want, he would cut his junk off for a Super Bowl win. That's via Bustin' with the Boys podcast. All right? Yeah, just give it a listen. Um, but so we got to talk about the Titans a little bit. I'm going to. Okay. I think the Titans are officially going to make the playoffs. I think it's, you're right. We, we got over the Colts curse. I thought the Colts curse was coming back to get us. We were like 0-8 against the Colts or 0-9 or something weird until that happened. Um, 
So we beat them. We fumbled on the first play. And then fumbled again. But we got past that. And we won. Okay. So. Yes, you we're 5-1 and one with Ryan Tannehill. We got the second highest scoring offense since Tannehill came in. Second highest scoring offense. That's uh, about 25 teams above the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. It's not. <laughs> I wonder what that's like. Uh, and we also um, are uh, Adore Jackson, Malcolm Butler are both hurt, and LaShawn Sims is also hurt. He's our, our next in line cornerback. So uh, we claimed the Tremaine Brock. We claimed that guy off the of wires, off the waiver wires today. Okay. We were eighth. We were eighteenth on the on the wire. We got him. So. So we're having some trouble there. But I just wanted yeah. to go through some little notes right there. So I will do my likes and my dislikes for the Titans this week. Unlike Jackson, I had some likes. I think one of Jackson's likes should have been that Dak Prescott still through for 300 yards or whatever oh he, he's leading the league in passing and we're leading the we're leading the league in terms of yards per game like offensive yards per game output we're number one in the league in terms of offense we just can't convert and put that into scoring drives we're not capitalizing on our drives at all another another Damn. like for the cowboys has got to yeah. be that zeke was averaging like eight yards or seven or whatever per and game we, but anyway we went away from him um <laughs> Uh, I'll start off with my uh, with my likes. So number one, special teams has showed up again, Mr. Jackson. This is three weeks in a row. All right, we got we got Kansas City, block field goal to win the game. We got last week against Jacksonville, a fumble cost on a kickoff. Yeah. All right, and then this week we had two blocked field goals, one of which we took back for a touchdown when it was tied seventeen to seventeen with five minutes left in the game. I don't understand what right. having a special teams is like. Did you, <laughs> this is the depression pod for Jackson, bro. He's Did you know Jerry jo- Jerry Jones came out against like this our special teams like coach, and he was oh, saying yeah. he was like special teams is all coaching, and we're like among the worst special teams performing across. League. I'm sorry. This is this is the Titan section. Just, ours is, go. ours our special teams has been bad until like recently. But anyway, um, Jaws guy. Jeez. So the second thing I liked, I actually kind of wanted to fire my our special teams coach. I don't know if, if Mike Vrabel got in there because he was a special teams guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he got in there and lit a fire under that guy's booty hole. And he was like, you listen here. I'm going to fire you if you don't get these guys to do what they're supposed to. Yeah, I know what yeah. they're supposed to do. And I know what practicing like a special teamer looks like. And you're not doing it. You know? Are you, you, know? Are, are you telling me that Vrabel is I'm he's acting you, like a head coach. coach? I'm telling you he's do, acting oh, like a head coach. I hope we get one of those next year. <laughs> I hope uh, we get one of thing, those. The second thing I liked. Right. Oh, by the way, in the special teams thing, we're number one in blocks. By the way, just for for anyone that wants to know, we're we're the best special teams field goal blocker, field goal blocking special teams in the league. I don't know what I was trying to say right there, but it's just it's awesome. Right? You got it. Yeah. We're leading in something. <clears throat> the second thing I liked is the depth on the team. Right. Yeah. So like, Adoree Jackson and Mike and uh, Malcolm Butler both out. Mm-hmm. Two of our top three corners. All right, so we so we got our other our other guys coming up, right? Yeah. Sims, Sims is the uh, never mind. Sims has been hurt. It was I can't remember his name. He's the guy that returned the touchdown. So Crookshank, he's our he's one of our backup safeties. Yeah. He is the one that blocked it, and then the other guy is the guy that he was playing our second corner for the game, and he oh, okay. played a great game all day, 
and he's the one that took the touchdown back, and he also caused a fumble at the end of the game. Ooh. I don't know why I can't remember this guy's name now, all of a sudden. But anyways, uh, then you got Khalif Raymond, all right? Depth. This guy is number very bottom on the wide receiver depth chart. We brought this guy up off the practice squad like three weeks ago. Yeah. He has caught a deep ball the past two weeks. He caught one for a touchdown last week. Boy, he's balling. Beautiful play. All right. And then the offensive line depth, um, I think, has been pretty good. In the first half, the offensive line was terrible. I'll get to that later. But it's also like we got a right guard that we drafted, and we got another right guard that came undrafted, and then we got Dennis Kelly to come in and replace the tackles when we need him to. Um, Are you okay, Jackson? I'm okay, but I I just saw some some stuff we should talk about after you're done with your Titan stuff. Oh, okay. I thought you were just wallowing in depression and sadness. No, 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 no. Just I was just looking at at, at something um just popped up on the Twitter. Oh, okay. We should talk about here in a little bit. Okay, okay. Um, so the last thing I liked is big players showing up when they're needed. All right, all right. Yeah, we yeah. got we got Henry fourth and run, fourth and one like. 12 yard touchdown that he gets off of it. We got Tannehill throwing the deep ball touchdown. It was the dagger. All His right. balls have been looking pretty. Making lately. making changes at the line all day. All right. We got Kevin Byard getting an interception before halftime that led to a field goal that made it 17 17. All right. We yeah. Got, we got Logan Ryan. That man. Interception at the end. All right. We, it, playing out of his mind. So, one of my dislikes for this stuff, right? Uh, so, the number one thing I didn't like is turnovers. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Henry fumbled. Tannehill fumbled again. AJ Brown fumbled the ball. Luckily, they 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 did some super weird rule thing where it was like it was a catch, and he caught the ball. He fumbled it, and then the ball went out of bounds. But the guy recovered it right there. But he was technically out of bounds. So yeah, they one called of those... it an incomplete pass. And so he caught the ball. They reviewed the fumble deal, mm-hmm. and they did the review. And they ruled that he did indeed catch it because the ref came in, blew the play dead, called it incomplete pass. But then the Colts recovered, but they recovered out of it. So he came in, ruled it incomplete. They go and they look at the review, and they're like, oh, he caught the ball. Y'all should have got nine yards. The Colts recovered the ball out of bounds. But apparently the rule, you can go read the rule, the rule in the NFL is that if you, if there is not clear recovery, because it was recovered out of bounds, so yeah. there wasn't a clear recovery, um, you stick with the original call, even if the original call was incomplete and the ball was caught. Yeah. What? Yeah. Dude, there's like, some rules that need to be changed. Yeah, it took like 15 or 20 minutes, ruined the drive, killed yeah. the drive. We, we ended up punting. It made it third down. It made it third and long. Um, so it was weird. Uh, second thing I didn't like, zone defense again. All right, look, they didn't have T.Y. Hilton. They didn't have Marlon Mack. They yeah. didn't have Paris Campbell. Or right? Angel Luck. They didn't have Eric Ebron, and so you know you, who were they going to throw the ball to? Their tight end, because I didn't know the name of a single wide receiver they had. All they had was Jack Doyle, and yeah. you know what happens on the very first drive for the Colts? Wide open, Jack Doyle, thirty-yard touchdown pass. Oh, <laughs> mind explosion, bro! It, it's like I don't know what they expected. Um, number three, lack of production from the wide receivers, but like the starting wide receivers. Like, Corey Davis caught one ball, bro. Yeah. A.J. Brown fumbled the ball. He didn't really do a whole lot. He had some decent stuff, you know. 
I mean, Adam Humphreys got a touchdown, but I felt like when when we needed the higher ups, they weren't there. But yeah, we got some Hollister guy that was catching balls. We got our second string tied in is catching balls, you know. Um, and then the uh, the last thing I didn't like, I did four this week. I feel you um, on that one. I, I thought the relate. offensive line was way too bad in the first half. We allowed like five or six sacks. Dude, and you're still winning the game, thirty-one seventeen. When the second half we didn't allow any, and then it was seventeen to seventeen with five minutes left in the fourth quarter, and they oh, were wow. trying to kick a field goal. We blocked it, took it back, and then we caused. Then we got an interception, and then Tannehill threw the big pass. Okay, so it all it, it, it came together at the end. Yeah, and then we made them fumble. Yeah. It's all in five minutes. <laughs> That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Um, but what were you uh, – can you tag me on Twitter or something? Is this something I need to read? Yeah, What's I can tag on? you. This is from Ian Rappaport uh, talking about Cam Newton. So Cam Newton, he posted on, uh, on Instagram, and it was a thank you to Ron Rivera. Um, picture of Coach Rivera with his hat, and it says, thank you, Coach Rivera. It says, we'll be forever grateful because of the impact you had on my life. Thank you for giving me an opportunity. Thank you for believing in me. I can go on and on, but most importantly, thank you for allowing me to be me. This one hurt deep. So that's coming from Cam Newton talking about Coach Rivera, and I'll tag you in this, Lucas, so you can see it. But um, what do you what, – what, 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 what does that uh, mean to you? What do you think? Uh, I mean, he's just saying, you know, grateful for him. You know, you brought me into the league, put me under your wing and stuff, gave me a chance. You believed in me. You let yep. me You let me be me. You let me dress how I want to dress, you know, do how I want to do and stuff, you know, like whatever. And just thanking him. Yeah, it, but but my I guess I should rephrase that question. My question is, do you think this has a, is going to have a bigger impact on his season next year or his decision to want to come back next year and play for the Panthers? Like he said this one hurts deep, right? Him not having coach Rivera, is he going to want to play for another coach in Carolina? Yeah, I th- I think he'll come back. I still think he comes back. Okay. Okay. That's unless fair. unless unless someone else just you know, if he goes to market and the Bears just outbid outbid him or something, you know, like that. Right. Yeah, I'm just asking because it's, he was benched for Kyle Allen. Yes, he was hurt, but could he have come back and play? I don't know. Now they're well, getting rid of his coach. Also benched him. This is yeah. also the coach that benched him though, so Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Seems a little I don't think he's gonna be there next year. Um. So, it's time for Take It or Leave It, Mr. Jack. Oh, this is my favorite segment. I uh, love Take For those it or that it. don't know, Take It or Leave It is a segment we do at the end of our uh, – we got five segments we do every week. This is always the last one. And this is where I do five – I pick five things or so, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I say it and I tell Jackson, Take It or Leave It. He gives his opinion on it. I give my opinion on it, and it's a good time usually. <clears throat> Lucas does a really good job of coming up with the Take It or Leave It topics. So, uh, before this next one, to remind everyone, tonight is Tuesday when we are recording this. The college football playoff stuff has not come out yet, so the rankings later on are not 100% updated. And also, Monday Night Football was last night. So, take it or leave it. Did last night's game prove that Kirk Cousins is bad in primetime games? 
Look, I, we, we've talked about this several times, and I know his track record in primetime games is less than stellar. But, you know, I'm going to say leave it. I don't think he played awful. You know, I don't think he played to lose the Vikings that game. I think that it was an incredible game to watch. Um, I felt like Seattle kind of rallied back. Um, I don't think it was all Kirk Cousins' fault. Remember, they also had Dalvin Cook go down. Uh, by the way, cost me my fantasy team. Jesus. Um, but, no, I'm going to say leave it. I, I don't think he's – no. I, don't, I, I think he has a really bad track record with – yeah, so I'm also games, I'm but... also gonna leave it. So uh, they lost thirty to thirty seven against the Seattle Seahawks in the in my opinion MVP Russell Wilson. Um, yeah, totally agree. Now Kirk Cousins is zero and eight on Monday Night Football, six times with the Washington Redskins. You should throw all of those out of the window. His other two times, both times are against Seattle in Seattle. All right, those, that's a tough place to play. And last night Cousins was twenty two of thirty eight for 276 yards, two touchdowns. He had an interception that he threw only because Diggs literally had the ball pulled from him. Uh, and yeah. he lost Dalvin Cook before the game was over. So, no. I, yeah, I'm, I'm leaving it. I do not think last night's game proves that he's bad. I think he played a good game. I think they had a very good chance of winning. Yeah, absolutely. And they were leading well, for a while. Halftime, you yeah. Know? Um, that's right. So, next up, take it or leave it. You're going to love this. I'm, I love it. Oh, give it to me. Um, the NFC East is the worst division in football this year. <laughs> you got to take it. You have to take it. First of all, we have at the top of the division, my hometown hero team, the Dallas Cowboys. At 6-6, six and six, we can't win a game versus a winning team. All right? And it pains me to say that and talk bad about my team. But facts are facts. We, we, can't, we haven't beat a winning team yet this season. We're struggling. Okay, then we're going to go down to the Eagles. You lost against a punter who threw a touchdown to a kicker. That is all I need to say. That team was the Miami Dolphins. What else do you want from me? Then we're going to go down to the New York Giants. They're on an eight-loss streak. No one's talking about Danny Dimes anymore. All right, let's go down to the Washington Redskins. They are a joke of an organization and a franchise who desperately need to reorganize their entire front office, their coaching staff, and their roster. Need I say more? Yeah, I'm also going to take it. That you have to take terrible. it. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, so the third one, uh, take it or leave it, the Baltimore Ravens are officially the number one team in the NFL. Take it right now. I feel like they're the most complete team in the NFL. Um, I don't think they have the best defense or the best offense, but I think they have the best combination of the two. Their defense is ferocious at times. They can create turnovers. Lamar Jackson is a threat, especially a dual-threat quarterback running the ball and passing the ball. He's done it both times. They have speed on the outside. They have Mark Ingram, who is the best hype man I have ever seen in my entire life, and a coach who has been there, done that, and won championships. I, Yeah, I think right now they're the team to beat. They're hot right now, and they're beating quality teams. Uh, I'm going to leave it just because oh, okay. I don't think they will even make the AFC Championship. So Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Does, that involve the Titans? Does that involve the Titans going into Baltimore and beating them? That is a potential scenario. Indeed. Yes, yes it is. Just thought I'd ask. 
Well, I will remind you that when the Titans were fourteen and two, mm-hmm. and Chris Johnson and was just having a great year, and we were fourteen and two, I will remind you that the Ravens are the people that beat us. CJ two K in the playoffs that year. Yeah, yeah, get revenge, hurt, Lucas. Actually, hurt CJ two K that year. Ooh, sad. Um, he was so fat. <clears throat> Tank or leave it. The Cowboys have spent their contender window on a bad coach in Jason Garrett. Take it. Actually, well, I'm going to half take it. I'm going to half leave because here's the thing. Take it because, yes, this year is completely wasted. I, I really do. I think we're going to win the division by default. That is because we are the worst division in the, in the entire league. That is because the Eagles choked a game against Miami Dolphins. Right? Somehow, some way, we're going to end up winning this division. That, that, and that, that's going to put us into the playoffs. However, this this team, this roster on paper that we have around us is a Super Bowl contending roster. And I really believe, and I know it's easy to say, well, if we had Bill Belichick, we had Sean Payton, whatever. If we had a top 10 coach, I really feel like we could make a deep run. I don't feel like we're utilizing our players in the correct way. And I feel like they could be – their ceiling is incredibly high. So – but I'm also going to partially kind of leave it because this is not the end of this window for a potential Super Bowl. We're going to lose some pieces, but we're going to be able to keep kind of the core group, and I think they can make a run if we get the right pieces involved. But for now, I'll say take it because we've wasted four years. I'm also going to take it just because last year and this year seemed like prime time years for you guys. Yeah. Um, and then I have issues with the cap that y'all are running into. Yeah, that's a huge problem. Yeah, and I have a problem with Dak was offered thirty mil and didn't take it. Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, last one, take it or leave it. Jimmy G is the only thing that is holding the Forty ers back. I want to say leave it because I don't. I don't think Jimmy G is – I don't think he's a bad quarterback, and I don't think he is hurting them. I don't think he has – he is stellar or that he could – or that he is elite yet. I feel like he will be later. But I don't feel like his play is the only thing kind of holding them back because sometimes – that defense is amazing, right? It's ferocious on all sides. They, I mean, everywhere you point on that field, they have, they have talent and, and some of the best talent. Maybe their wide receiver core could use a little bit of help. I know their running game kind of running by committee. Sometimes their offensive line playing is a little bit shaky. I don't think it's – I'm not going to put this all on Jimmy G. So I'll leave that. I'll leave it. Uh, I'm also going to leave it, but I, yeah, you, you can't help. But you can't, you can't ignore he the definitely fact could be. that if they had a – Just like if y'all had a top 15 coach, if they had a top 15 quarterback – yeah, if they had a Breeze, if they had a Russell Wilson, if they well, had those are, a those Deshaun are generational Watson. types though. Like I, like, like if y'all, I wouldn't. I'm not gonna say I wouldn't necessarily say that Mike Rabel is a top 15 quarterback or a top 15 coach. I wouldn't know exactly, but I think if if the Cowboys even had Mike Rabel, y'all would be better. I think so you too. Know? I also think that even if like San Francisco, if they had Dak, they'd be better. I'm prepared to say that Dak is better than Jimmy G. I think so. I don't so. like Jimmy G a whole lot. Um, anyways, 
<laughs> Time to recap last week's game. All right, I have updated. We haven't. We didn't get to know what our updated record was last week, so I've got an updated newsflash. We finished the same. <laughs> so, over two weeks. Week one, I like I was I was going through it and I was looking and like after the first week that we didn't know and stuff last week, it was like yeah I did really good and mm-hmm. then like it looked like you caught you slowly caught up to me, right? And yeah. so, um, so Ohio State beat Michigan. Bama beat Auburn. Nerds. Uh, the Titans beat the Colts. The Cowboys lost to the Bills. The Vikings lost to the Seahawks. The Ravens beat the 49ers. And the Texans beat the Patriots. Which we got wrong. Yeah. I definitely beat uh, the Patriots so, in that game. So our updated record, Mr. Jackson, I'm 51-40. and 40. Okay. You are 52-39. and 39. I'll take it. All right, so you're you're beating me by one game, and we're both positive. That's what matters. We're positive. We are right? positive. Let's get it. Uh, so I want to get on to our matchups for this week. Yes, sir. So we're doing an extra matchup because it is the conference championships. It's a good weekend. It is. It is a great weekend. Uh, so the first matchup, I've got Utah versus Oregon. Ooh. Now, these are all neutral sites, by the way, except the Georgia-LSU game is in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. I kind of have questions about that. Yeah. But, you know, Georgia's kind of going to have a home field advantage, but LSU's going to win anyway. But, you know, you no, know, you know. I'm feeling kind of... Utah-Oregon, go. I'm feeling kind of upsetish. I'm feeling Oregon. Uh, I'm also feeling Oregon. That's who I've got I'm winning. Gonna take, I'm going to take Oregon on that one. Why not? <laughs> Why not? He says. <laughs> All right. Um, what about the Baylor versus Oklahoma game? So Oklahoma won earlier in the year, had a big comeback against them. Uh, I'm going to go with the Sooners on this one. I don't want to. Of course, I want Baylor to win, but I'm going with Oklahoma. I'm also going with Oklahoma. I picked them to make the top four. I believe Georgia will lose this weekend. Oklahoma will beat Baylor. Oregon will beat Utah. And just like I predicted, <gasps> Oklahoma will be in the top four in the college football championships. That would be insane. Absolutely insane. Um, The last one's the SEC game. Georgia versus LSU. I'm going with Burrow, man. Got to go with LSU. Even in Atlanta. Yeah, I think you got to. It doesn't, he doesn't care. Okay. Doesn't care. Doesn't matter. Doesn't care. Gonna get that dub. It's all good. <clears throat> so, on to the NFL games. Uh, first up, Thursday Night Football. We got the Cowboys at the Bears. No, we got to win uh, one Bears. of these games, right? I keep picking my boys. We got to win one of these, right? 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 I'm picking my Cowboys. Mr. Trubisky, even though he just had his, like, best game of his entire season against Detroit, I'm picking my boys. We got to win one of these, Right? 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 I'm also picking the boys. I hey. think Trubisky is garbage. I think he's real bad. Yeah, he's terrible. Um, so Titans at the Raiders. I'm going. I'm going Titans. I'm, I'm going, actually surprised. I'm going with Tannehill. Okay. I'm going with AJ Brown. All right. And Corey Davis. I'm going with Raves. All right. I'm picking Lawan over Compton. Part of me wanted to pick the Raiders. I can't even lie. They have been thrashed the past two weeks in a row. If they want to make the wild card, they have to beat us. 
and it's in Oakland, where we playing have to fly. Safe. We have to fly all the way across the world. You're playing it safe. Over. What happened to? No, the, what do you mean playing it safe? Titans? I picked the Titans. I picked the Titans. You're, We're gonna make But you're like, off. oh, I wanted to do that. Wait, but it's like the Titans are five and one since we have Tannehill, number two right. score in offense, and That's you right. thought about picking the Raiders. How dare you? We're gonna win. And we're going to win the division, and we're going to make the playoffs, and we're going to beat Baltimore, and we're going to go yeah. to the AFC Championship where we're going to play the Patriots. And honestly, we'll probably win that too. Yeah. So, the Titans are probably going to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. That's besides the point. All right? <laughs> and we're going to beat the Saints again, just like we're about to beat them in three weeks. Come at me, bro. All right? <laughs> but... As a Tennessee fan, I also know the history of the ups and downs of the Titans, and this might be different since we have Rabel and we have Tannehill, but history will tell you that we tend to overlook the lesser people in front of us, and the lesser team is the Raiders. We have the Texans twice and the Saints coming up. We're not looking at the Raiders. We should be looking at the Raiders. Hopefully we are looking at the Raiders. Um... Mike Vrabel is definitely a coach that, since he's from the Patriots and stuff, he wouldn't overlook someone. But I can see some of the players maybe overlooking them. Like, oh, um, we're going to go, we're going to go beat Oakland, and, you know, yeah. we're going to go and beat Houston. Yeah. yeah. Well, Raiders have been a sneaky team this year. They're They've been sneaky little good. sneaky, beaky snakes, all right? Um, That's true. So, next up, we have the 49ers at the Saints. I'm going New Orleans, going to be breezy. Oh. I'm going New Orleans. In, in, at the Superdome, Sean Payton, Michael Thomas. I'm going with Breeze. I have picked the 49ers. Have you why. now? Okay. Give it learn me something. I, I think the 49ers are overrated. But I also think the Saints have some problems right now. I think they'll make the Super Bowl, but I don't like how they are right now. They've made the playoffs. They just don't feel good to me right now. The Saints don't okay. feel good to me right now. Oh. And the 49ers just lost to the Ravens. That is true. Next up, we have the Ravens at the Bills. Going Lamar Jackson all day. Are you? Going with the Ravens. I thought you'd pick the Bills to kind of redeem the boys a little bit, you know? No. No. The, <laughs> the Bills are going to get exposed. Oh, well, I picked the Bills. Oh, okay. Okay. So I picked the Bills just because of that defense, because of what happened to Lamar Jackson last week. I'm hoping, finally, Lamar Jackson gets exposed. Teams begin to figure him out. He had a hundred I mean, yards. Always, that always happens. Yards it, 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 always like happens that it always man. happens, man. You can't keep up this. You can't keep up that performance all season long. You're gonna have exactly. games where people are gonna be able to capitalize on you. So it's a real test for Lamar, saying, "Okay, these other guys contain me a little bit. Can I figure out?" Another, if you're really going to be dual threat, can I figure out that vertical part of the game to really make sure that teams really can't game plan for me? Right. And so, <clears throat> I think the Bills are bad. I think Josh Allen is a bad quarterback. He's good and on fourth and one. I do not like the Bills. I think the Bills' record is way overrated because they play in a terrible division. They're guaranteed four wins just from their division. They play against another terrible division, a.k.a. the NFC East, I believe. I can attest to that. Where they are guaranteed four more wins. Eight of their wins. I can't say anything. They beat us. 
Maybe not guaranteed four more wins. But they're guaranteed like at least two more wins out of that, right? Oh, I'd say three. Okay, they're guaranteed three wins out of there. That's seven of their nine wins. One of their wins was against the Titans with Mariota. We missed five field goals, or four. They're nothing. Okay. (laughs) But I also think that their defense is good, and I think that they have a chance to shut down the Ravens' offense. And if they can make it an ugly game, that's their defense is that's their favorite thing. And they'll run the ball with they have Frank Gore, right? The Bills. They do. And Singletary. And Singletary's been really, really good. Yeah, there you go. They'll just run the ball with those guys, run the clock down, they'll win the game nine to three. Nine to three. What a what a spread. Well they we you know, it'll probably be more like twelve to ten. But anyways. Uh, last game is the Chiefs at the Patriots potential AFC playoff Ooh. matchup. I feel like that is going to be an AFC playoff match. I feel like this is going to be in the divisional round where the Chiefs have to travel to Foxborough. Um, I feel like Belichick's going to recognize that. I feel like he's going to throw some different stuff at Patrick Mahomes to kind of see what works and what doesn't. I feel like he's going to kind of probe that situation, not play this game to win, but play this game to fill up, to get more information. Mahomes seems to be playing very, very well. But despite that, I feel like Tom Brady has another good game. I'm picking the page. Or has a good game and kind of a little bit of a resurgence in um, his stock in the NFL right now, which I I can't even believe is being questioned. But I'm going to go New England in Foxborough. Uh, I'm also going New England, and it's just because – The Chiefs have not. The Chiefs have not wowed me with anything this year. Yeah, they they beat the stuffing out of the Raiders last week. Congratulations. You beat the Chargers by like three. And you lost to the Titans because you can't kick a field goal. And I don't think Patrick Mahomes is 100% yet. Yeah, he's, I don't think he is. <clears throat> so I got to go Patriots. All right. Those are our picks for this week, guys. We are neck and neck in terms of records. But we often pick the same for the most part. Like, yeah, I think. Jackson likes to copy my picks. I literally went first every single time this week. Um, and last week. <clears throat> I wrote my stuff down beforehand, sir. So we just think alike. You're obviously spying on my notes. Definitely. I got a I got a little bug in there. That's right. All right, guys. Lucas, you have any closing comments, brother? No. Just uh just thanks everyone that made it this far. We appreciate you. Uh Mr. Casey, we look forward to another comment. For sure, for sure. You don't have a choice. You have to leave a comment. That is You're true. The only one. That leaves comments. <laughs> so you must, you got to keep up your reputation, man. You got to keep up your image. Guys, thank you so much for watching and listening to this episode of the Go For Two podcast. You can find us and listen to us where all podcasts can be heard Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and others. You can also watch us on youtube.com slash Go For Two podcast or tweet at us at twitter.com slash Go For Two podcast. Uh, that is it from me and Lucas here in the booth. Thank you guys so much for watching slash listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. We love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. We'll